0: and welcome to a very special episode of Nay Wrestling. It's me here, your boy Mark Sylvester and today guys I thought I'd do something very very special as it's the 30th anniversary of one of my all-time favorite movies ever, probably my top film of all time besides uh, another great film called Terminator 2 Um, and that film is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now this film came out in 1990 and it's one of those films that I absolutely love and adore and so what I wanted to do for its 30th anniversary when it was released back in March um, 1990 that I wanted to do a um, special like watch along of the film you know just to kind of like a live reaction of the film whilst I'm watching it for you guys and hopefully you guys can maybe even uh, even watching it back for yourselves and enjoy why this film is so well loved so well revered and why for me it's my all time favourite film and why I think as well it's one of the greatest films ever and it's the best turtles film ever made like I know there's a few other really good Turtles films like Turtles Forever or Turtles versus Batman for example but for me this is the number one film this is one of those films um, I love I adore and it's just something that I want you guys to kind of like go out and watch for yourselves and enjoy this amazing flick so then guys what I'm going to do for this watch long is I'm going to press play uh, when we're ready so basically it's I'm watching it on the uh, Blu-ray the uh, triple movie edition one where you get all three original turtle films that came out in the 90s all in what um all on different discs um literally it's right at the beginning of the film I pressed play movie and I literally pressed um on the first frame so I paused it so basically that's where it is so it's literally not even a second in so yeah guys let's begin this amazing flick so in three two one let's begin
1: um
0: This film is so good. I love this film so much because I remember like showing it for the staff that I work at in my cinema on the big screen as well. And watching it on the, and watching it on the big screen is like there's nothing like it at all. It's like oh my god, it felt like I'm watching it again for the first time. Like I know when I was a kid, I loved the second one a load as well. Like I absolutely adore the second film, but for me, this film is just so good. And I, oh, another thing I love about this film as well. I just love the cooperation of both the comics as well as the 87 show. Like, I kind of feel the way that they melded it together was really good. And I just love these shots of just all of New York and you see the people just walking and it's just like, yeah, this film is just so good. Yeah, you know, because I just oh, I love April and ill. El- Judith Hogan's April Near was such a good April, I thought she was fantastic in this. And I just love the different cinematography, and it's just the way that you can see, like, the, um, the foot basically, like, punkers, like the people who'd nicking all the um, stuff are, like, passing the wallet. It's just the way that cinematography was done was just fantastic. It was brilliant, so. And the music as well just helps with it as well. It's. Oh, this, oh, this film is just amazing. I love it so much. Yeah, so with this film guys, I thought I would also as well give you sort of like a history of my love for this film as well. And it's one of those films that I remember watching uh on VHS as a kid because I was a bit too young to watch it at the cinema. My brother did when he was uh, when he was younger. But it's also one of those films that I just love and um have been watching this film ever since uh growing up. I used to watch it all the time. And then got it on DVD. I've got it on Blu-ray. I've got it on Blu-ray Steelbook. So I've got it in many different varieties. And it's just one of those films that I have a lot of nostalgia, love for it. But I also enjoy it because it's a good film, in my opinion. Because, you know, stuff like this where you see the two bunkers, like, going through into the big warehouse. It's just the shot of New York behind it as well. And then this shot as well with the different colours and the lighting as well, which is fantastic. And I just love that because even though it's... a a stupid kids film it's done really well because it actually shows you just how important and how sort of like um like good this film actually is because you know steve Barron could just made a crappy film that people would have seen but he wanted to put a really a lot of good story and a really a lot of good like you know make it a proper really good film you know it's good it's great Then you have our good old April O'Neil, played by um, Judith Hogue who's fantastic, like I said before earlier. The introduction of a rat, which is quite cool. And even though she's not in the yellow jumpsuit that like she was in the 87 show, I like the fact that she wore, she's wearing yellow to kind of like, pay homage to the 87 cartoon, so... 'Cause to be honest, that's how most people knew about the turtles originally anyway, was because of that show. Like about that T V show which then became the comic uh, then became the Archie comics and then the video games and the toys and stuff, I don't think it'll be as big as it is now, so yeah. And then you got her like being tackled down by one of the foot punks Then you see the light go out by Raphael's side, that's fucking cool, you just hear the, just ah, oh, mate, just the sound of them, just like yeah, boy. You hear one of the turtles go, like whoa! Very much '90s speak. You see Raf peep, uh, peeping through the manhole, and it's that's what I like about it as well—just the shots of. Raphael's face you can you can tell it's one of the turtles but it's kind of like it's giving it's kind of like giving you that sort of like the appetizer before you actually see what they look they look like properly I like that because it's like you can just see them and it's like oh they look so cool but you don't know what the rest of them look like and it's like it's just that anticipation of waiting to see what they look like and you've got this music and you've got shots of the sewer as well and it's just like ah, oh, just just the anticipation I remember the first time I watched this film just waiting to finally see them and it's just like yeah and even watching it again on the big screen recently uh it was kind of the same sort of thing where it's kind of like yeah you just feel like a big kid and it's like you're just waiting to see them just waiting and waiting and waiting and it's just like it's just that anticipation and here as well we've got this the silhouettes of the shadows as well the turtles it's like oh my god come on and then you see this shot with the Turtles logo and you see the shadow behind. Him. And then you finally see Leonardo. It's like, yeah, boy. And you got Michelangelo behind him and Donatello. It's like, oh, my God. It was so cool when I first saw this. I was like, four of my all-time favorite characters who, you know, have kind of, like, been one of my favorite things ever since I was a child. Just to finally see them on the big screen as well. And then you have Raph right behind them. And it's just... It's just like, oh my God, just to see. And also as well, just uh, these costumes as well and this and this puppetry is just fantastic. Like if you guys don't know, Jim Henson actually did do designs for the Turtles and they're technically Muppets and it's just fantastic as well. And you, and you kind of see more of like Rass hot-headed, and it's like going, damn. And it's like quite interesting because in the show, he was more of a sort of like sarcastic character. So that's really cool too. Another thing as well I like about this, it kind of gives you a different sort of like um, thing of how Splinter's origin was. Like in the cartoon and stuff, he was Amato Yoshi originally, but then in this film, which I'll show you a bit later on in a flashback, how he was the pet of a Yoshi. So yeah, it was really cool. Love this because you can see how hot-headed it is. Even though Spenser's like, you know, just let it go, and you can see him just going like, "Don't tell her, come, come on, rap, it's fine." And you can see just him just gonna like, fuck you. It's like, yeah. Another thing as well, um, which is quite interesting, because obviously over here in the UK it was known as the Hero Turtles, so we never got any scenes with the Nunchaku. So when you when I obviously got the on the vhs and they never had any of the nunchuck scenes so we didn't have any of them but then one of the blu-ray we then um i love this bit i <laughs> just love that it's brilliant but what i'm trying to say is it actually you had the the nunchuck who's in the scenes now so there was a there was one one of my favorite moments in this entire film bit later on which was completely cut out and then that bit where you swing in it and you just hear basically it's like yep yeah, blah blah blah, and then you through the book go michelangelo so
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do. Do. <laughs> I love this film.
0: So good. Brilliant. I just love how even Leonardo's all dancing as well when you see just Raph getting changed. And it's like, yeah. And a cool thing as well, he's wearing the trench coat, which is a very big homage to the 87 cartoon as well, which was really good as well. And you see Donatello and Michelangelo just dancing as well, which is really cool too. I just, I just love this film. Such a great movie. So good. And there's a cool scene as well. You just see the scenes of like the sewer and stuff. And you see ah oh, this. Oh, I love this scene as well. Because so you got Donatello like skateboarding onto Michelangelo who's waiting for the pizza. I just love this just ah oh, this shot and then you've got the shot of the moon as well through the um for like the manhole like ring things as well. It's just like yeah, a oh, brilliant film. Hey it right, would like, as well, just a fantastic like puppetry of the way that they were able to dub all the voices and stuff with the puppets and everything and that was really cool where it's like you have Donatello try and be serious with Michelangelo and it's like three bucks off and you see Don, and it's like going, Mikey. I <laughs> love this as well where it's just like, yeah, you got Michelangelo passing through the muddy, brilliant. You see. Because the funny thing as well, what in this scene, the pizza livery man is actually the guy who is in the suit for um, Michelangelo. And 13. You're doing slave, dude. Oh, come on, I couldn't find a place. Love this scene. And that's one of those lines that I always use. It's like, wise man say, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for laid pizza. (laughs) I love that. I always use that as well. Kids. (laughs) Brilliant. I fucking love this film. So good. yeah just everything about this film as well and also as well the cool thing about this movie it has Corey Feldman as um, Donatello who if you don't know Corey Feldman is a very famous American actor in the 80s early 90s he was in a lot of movies he was in like Gremlins 1 and did a lot of other stuff as well so I like this because you got the robbers and he's like showing them the sign and they're like shit let's run away because obviously he stopped them from robbing an old lady and then you uh, meet this one of my awesome moments as well gets me one of the coolest characters and I love um, Casey Jones in this film. He's done so well. Brilliant. Because obviously Casey Jones is a vigilante, so this is based on the context as well of how um, they meet Casey Jones, because in the cartoon, Casey Jones is just this lunatic who would just be like, Robbers will be beaten up and that kind of thing, so... I thought it was quite cool as well actually how he's lost his mask and stuff because you know because Casey Jones is very known for having that his really cool mask and that kind of thing and I just love the way he uses different weapons as well it's like good old Casey Jones love this, love this character he's such a cool character I'm guessing he's some terrible baseball player that's the thing about this reference I don't really get that reference but yeah <laughs> and you got the baseball music playing as well like the one that's like God. Brilliant. Obviously, cricket. be even though I love I love crumpets and know what they are. I do not understand cricket in the slightest. I'm not sure if that would be six runs or not, but if he says so. Then you see Casey, uh, that's quite cool, so you see Casey jumping and he's like chasing after them and then you got got um, Raphael chasing after um, the, the punks and the cool thing about this, the guy in the back of the taxi or the taxi driver himself is the guy who is the um, suit man for Raphael and that's really cool. See so when you hear like Raphael going, I can't find you, you're like, damn, I'm going to come here. Damn, it's just an amazing shot all across New York. Fantastic. This as well, just the amazing use of the shadows and the lighting as well to this scene is just fantastic. Just love the cinematography to this film. It's just fan, just has some great cinematography, you know, just these shots are just like, yeah, breathtaking and stuff. Brilliant. I really like this scene because you see, like, Raphael sort of like um, trying to control his anger, and you see Splinter as, like, the really like loving father trying to calm him, like, to calm his son down to be like, I know, Raphael, you've got these anger issues, but you know, we want to help you because you are unique and we want you to become better and stuff and use your anger for good, not to. To sort of like self destruct yourself, kind of thing, you know how it's kind of like the anger and like when people get too angry, they do things and stuff. Yeah. My and it's just love how you have the great um, father and son like relationship between Splinter and the four turtles. That was really cool too. Then this scene, you've got um, Charles, which is who is April's boss, speaking to about what happened the night before with the robbers, the punkers as it were. <laughs> and the really cool thing as well about this film is because at the time um judith Hoag was doing a film tv series i believe i can't remember what it was called with robin williams and robin williams was a massive turtles fan at the time like he loved them he had the comic books watched the tv show had the toys and he actually went to the premiere of this film as well with his family which is really really cool and that's because judith hogue was not embarrassed about this film it's car. Like I'm off to, my other fi- uh, off to do my other film now, and then Robin, Robin Williams obviously said to her, uh "What film's that?" And then she was like, "Oh yeah, Teenage um, you know, the Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know." And and he was like, "Really? The Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles? The Turtles? Yeah." And she was like, "Yeah, the TMNT. Like, yeah, brilliant." And it's like, you got the, oh, I love this scene as well So you got the interview with the uh, chief of police, which is fantastic and stuff. And you see how April's condescending him being like, but you're not doing enough about the um, foot sort of thing and not trying to stop these robberies and stuff. And you can see it's going like, really Miss O'Neill again? And yeah, I love it. You got the turtles watching her on the, on the TV. <laughs> this is really cool just the the shadow silhouette of the shredder so you can see him and it's like yeah i love this film so much it's just that the shot of him just throwing the um dagger into the tv as well was fantastic too i love the that as well we kind of have that the shot emphasizing the one side Stuff and you see Raphael like going out and stuff to maybe to see where she is to kind of grab his side back and stuff as well that's quite cool it's like timing to see how long i'm gonna be inside yeah so you got no i love this scene as well seems brilliant I love that. You could just... How much he annoyed her and stuff. It was fantastic. That's what I love you say. I love, what I love April know she's such an awesome character as well. Besides the turtles, like, she's a brilliant character as well. Very well developed and stuff. I also love the music too to this film as well. Had some great music as well. Pani, I remember they were doing recently uh, for the 30th anniversary of the TMNT movie, like Ninja Turtles film as this one is. Uh, like a special like orchestra so you got to watch the film whilst they're playing all the music and stuff and it's like this music has some great music and I love the music as well so that we see the foot for the first time properly as well which is really cool <laughs> even though she was on shut it I love that as well like she's still like nah Fuck you! And it's like she's like attacking the foot and stuff, which is like really cool as well. That's a that's a cool bit where you see after Raphael, April O'Neil being knocked out, Raphael grabs his other side and then he is like comes out and starts to fight the foot and stuff, and it's like does his cool kicks and everything else, and he's like, yeah. So then he helps April O'Neil. And he's taking it back to the um, to the lair. That's another thing as well. I love about the Teenage Mutant Turtles film that it's just like this film is just fantastic. But, you know, it's just this kind of thing. Just the shots of just the sewer. So it's kind of showing you how important the sewer is and stuff to the turtles themselves. I love like this line as well. Why? 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 Oh, I don't know. Because
1: I wanted to redecorate. You know, a couple of throw pillows,
0: a TV news reporter. What do you think? I am. What are you doing? She got jumped in the subway. I had to bring her here. It's the news lady. Can we I love that. Can we Brilliant and I uh, that's quite cool because you can see the foot ninja in the background like watching to see what's going on and stuff. I bet when you see April O'Neil wake up and she sees April O'Neil and then she sees the turtles and she's like oh my god what the fuck's going on and stuff even they're like oh my god no <laughs> Oh, I forgot to mention one other thing I love about earlier is you see the amazing shot of Splinter coming in, but you see his reflection in the in the mirror, and it's just really cool. He's kind of like you just see you see the back of him, but then you see it as well. It's just like really really cool and stuff. Like you know, this is another thing that I, I love about this film as well. It's has a very strong connection towards the um, comic books and the TV show where Splinter tells April and of the origins of the of the turtles so you get to kind of find out how they became who they are through the mutagen and stuff this one's in a different as well it's close to the comic books where it was actually splinter was a pet rat of hamato yoshi and that's how he then trained up the teenage mutant ninja turtles to become who they are and that is the teenage mutant ninja turtles so yeah it's just really cool because I just love the puppetry to this as well, where you just see the um, him as just like a normal rat and stuff, which is just fantastic. And as well, just the so you can see the um, the gas like the ooze canister, like the canister of ooze and stuff, and you can just see it broken and stuff. You know, because that's why I really like as well And you can just see it. And it's kind of like this shows radioactive energy because it's kind of like building up to the to the sequel, which then reveals TGRI or TCRI or whatever you want to call it, you know. And it's just like how cute the baby turtles are as well. And it's like, my kind going
1: pizza, pizza, pizza.
0: Just, I just love that as well. When you see him, is going,
1: yeah, pizza,
0: brilliant. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love this as well. Oh, as you just, and it. That's really cool because when they mention the names, they have just a shot of the turtle. So you got a shot on Leonardo, shot on Michelangelo, shot on Donatello, and a shot on Raphael. Love that because it emphasizes who they are rather than it just being like all together, rather than them all being all together. So, you know, also, as well as one of those films, too, that is really good because it's um, something that even if you might not know who the turtles are or what the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is or the backstory of it, you can cut you gives you an idea of what it is and shows you why. and... Like the history behind them as well, so you know who is who, because you might not know who Donatello is, but or Raphael, or Michelangelo, and stuff, but at least you now know. So, yeah, it's really cool that way, too. Let's go for it. I love this bit because you've got the amazing bit of like, they're all like, Yep, pizza. And it's like, they're like, Yeah, but it was like, You're coming in, like, Do you like pizza? Like, Yeah, of course, we want pizza. And you see, like, Leo through the guy go, like, Did she say pizza? Just love this. Oh, I love it. What do you guys like on your pizza? Oh, just the regular stuff. Flies, steak bugs. It was, it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> just the, I just love the face of Donatello when he's like sucking up in food a straw. Brilliant. Maybe I want, you know. What that's, a, that's a brilliant. <laughs> just love how he was like, oh god, not Cagney! Just love that they they know he's gonna do a really bad Cagney. It's just brilliant. I love it, and his impression of Rocky as well. <laughs> when you she says she's been his favorite, they're like, oh look at her go! Like no, it was like it's a joke, and you just see just how amazing their relationship has built, even after this one evening. Because obviously she's become like a big sister to them and st- and stuff sort of thing it's just great to kind of like see just how much of a great chemistry they all have between each other which is why this film is so good because it shows you why they love they you know how good their chemistry is as well so yeah and you see Raph who's normally quite a hot-headed character being quite like shy and like bye And then I love this, also as well, I love the um, tone shift where it went from fun and stuff to more of a serious tone where you then see um, the lair be destroyed by the foot. And yeah, this is a really sad moment in a minute, just to see Raph's reaction, because he's like, he's been trying to keep it calm, his anger and stuff, but then, because obviously his father and master has gone, then you just see him in a second just, explode because obviously he's lost someone that he loves and stuff and yeah this is quite a um summer moment as well where you see april new open the, the door and she sees all four turtles really upset and you just hear lena just go splinter so you just just see them being like yeah just really really upset Then you have this next shot where you see because um, obviously uh, danny uh after being arrested uh, you see the Duke Police calling up um, Charles to then basically to make a deal with, with him to make sure that April O'Neil's made him look like an idiot again So as well. This is a great shot as well. The shot over Central Park and behind there as well, New York City. And you've got the Turtles as well in April O'Neil's home after obviously being really upset about their father being taken and stuff. And that's quite cool i didn't realize that actually you see my everyone else who's sleeping normally you see michael with like a teddy bear it's quite cool because it kind of shows you more of his childlike fun sort of like personality and stuff i also love that as well just the way they would disappear as well using the art of ninja because obviously that's what they are they they do and learn ninjutsu and everything else as well so yeah it's really cool and this is the bit moment where you see Charles turning April Neal to, to leave it, it's fine, you know, you've been working too hard because obviously he doesn't want to say to her, I've made a deal with the chief of police so that you don't take the piss out of been making her like an idiot. But, and this is quite cool because you see Danny notice uh, Michelangelo through the um, the mirror, but then you see uh, Michelangelo disappear, and you see the shot of the mirror again without Michelangelo there. And it's also as well with Charles, it's, you know, it's basically. In a way, having it. And then in this moment, you see um, April O'Neil. Notice Donatello. Then you see Donatello, like, hiding more actually in the the shower. And it's quite cool to kind of have the more ninjutsu style because obviously ninjas are known for being, like, stealthy and all this other stuff. And talking about the Charles thing as well, go back to that. It's kind of like Charles is trying to make sure that she doesn't want to do it anymore, but without saying don't do it because of this reason as well. (laughs) <laughs> that as well, it's just like, yeah, just brilliant stuff. I just I just love that. I just love their relationship with with each other, the turtles and eight Just fantastic. It's just a great thing as well to see, too. Because you have um, Danny and his dad driving along, and then you see Danny just, just literally just get out the, um, the car and go down the subway and then he's now gone to the, um, the foot clan like hideout place and this place is fucking awesome I'll be honest if I could, oh, I would love, love to be here and play on these games and stuff would be so cool I mean some of the game, like if it was more recent games like Street Fighter and stuff then it would be even more cooler and stuff it's like cool like Narcs in this game which is very famous you've got a guy playing on guitar a bit of graffiti going on, a bit of gambling going on it's like a really cool like place to be And I love the music as well. It's very 90s with the rap, like MC Hammer kind of stuff. And the cool thing about this film as well it's the first film to have Sam Rockwell in it. Like, this is a film that has his debut and stuff and you see Sam Rockwell in a minute. Be like, you know, here you go, guys. Cigarettes, what do you want? Regular menthol and stuff. It's just really cool just to see. Um, and you've got some poker playing as well, which is just amazing how it's like you would love to be here and they're like if I could I would so want to be in this place this place is so fucking cool and you see Tatsu is walking around and Tatsu is like and you see Tatsu like this serious like man and it's like go please just like yeah brilliant I love it and this is really cool as well because then you see besides the fun warehouse place you then have the seriousness of them training and them fighting to become part of the foot and stuff, and you see a guy in the background doing more gymnastic stuff because obviously to um help him and stuff and then, uh, get more flexible and have more agility and stuff. And then you see Tatsu fighting against the guy as well. And obviously, Tatsu is like the straightest second and stuff, and that's really cool as well. That's a cool moment because um he's basically saying to him when he gets hit in the head never to lower your head to an enemy because when even though you might be um uh, even though a fight might be ending never trust your opponent make sure you're far make sure you're far away as possible so then that way you know you can defend yourself still this is quite cool because you can hear the bell going off or the drums as it were basically the drums going off and then you see everyone going to Wait for Shredder, and this is just one of my all-time favorite bits in the film as well, this shot of the Shredder just walking through with the drums in the background, just going off with the music, and then you hear, and then you see the shock turn around, so pat. so it's kind of like panning around towards the back of the Shredder, and you just see his helmet and stuff, then you hear just the great guitar riff, and you see it pan around to him, and you get to kind of like and you can see him turn around to reveal his face where he's like looking and you got the amazing light reflecting off of his helmet and stuff which is really really good oh, i love this film it's just like yeah everything about this film was just fantastic i just i love it so so good and then you got a really and then you also got as well like tatsu um going to shred, obviously Master Shredder and then bow into him because obviously he is the Beel and Endor of the foot. Then you see um, Tatsu like taking his cape and uh, moving him over his uh, shoulder blades that the Shredder has. Then you see um, Tatsu order the foot to put out the carpet for the Shredder to walk across because obviously being a member of the foot is uh, quite a big Achievement for anyone, so he wants to make it feel special. And you hear the um, Shredder give a speech to every single person who's in the warehouse. I like that as well, because everyone else bows the Shredder, but the Shredder, all he just does is just nods his head to them, so it shows you the sort of, like, how the Shredder is the master and the sensei of all these people with the foot and stuff, and it's just interesting to kind of see that aspect of it as well. And also as well, that's quite cool. It's like saying, I'm your father. Like Everyone else in the outside world don't care about you. I care about you. But then you've got this great shot as well in you where you see Splinter being the um, hostage of the foot and the Shredder so basically and stuff it's just uh, really cool just kind of like it it has that reveal of you don't know where um, Splinter is but then you but now you know that he's been captured by the Shredder and the great thing as well I really like about um, because obviously he's mentioned the turtles but I really like the costume of the Shredder because it's based off the A84 comic book that he first appeared in. Like, um, it is tell-for-tell tale tale of the, like, the costume that he wore back in issue one of the Turtles comic books. So, yeah, great. That's the, the Mirage ones, not any other ones, the original Mirage. This is quite cool. You've got the Turtles watching April and is going, she's a babe. Brilliant stuff. And you just see the other Turtles just weighing around to see if she can hear any more and stuff. And you see April and um Talking to another reporter about who th- these ninja thieves are and and the f- and basically the Foot Clan. And then you see April, and he'll make another snide comment towards uh, the chief of police. And then you see <laughs> Charles go like, "God's sake!" Really, and he-, and he receives a phone call from uh, the chief of police, basically berating Charles. Well, I thought we made a deal. You know, I wouldn't press charges you against your son. Blah, blah 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 blah. And then it's like, yeah. And then you see April Nil just like thanking Raphael from Channel 3 News for saving her. And it's quite cool And just to see her when she thanks him. And it's like, just how much she cares and loves the turtles as well, even though they've only made each other maybe... A... Literally, the day before, like, A, they saved her and B, it shows you their great commodity and their great chemistry between each other and stuff. And then, oh, Donatello, with him taking the mick out of Raphael he throws his side to the floor and Raphael's like um Donatello so he's like maybe not and it's like then you got this really cool like shows uh, the uh, moment of the hot-headedness and the arguments a lot of the time between Raphael and Leonardo and then because uh, Donny and Mikey realize that they're having a fight so they go off to sit down so yeah and then he basically after uh Raphael's left off the big argument being like well Leo's we don't need you uh Mikey and Donnie's like pork Ryan, pork Ryan," and you he, and he see Raphael which is trying to lose um some of his anger lets out some steam as it were is um like just training on top of the uh, rooftop of April O'Neil's house and you see um Casey noticing that's weird what's going on there and he and you can see raphael like doing a lot of his like martial art kicks and stuff like you can see him doing some more some um you know just different moves you know so it's just really cool to see him do it and different like um yu yu that kind of thing as well just really cool to see and then you see the first um creep up movement stuff and then you see this amazing bit as well where you see michael Andre moaning at the tv saying like Come on, ninja kick the damn rabbit, that kind of thing. Come on, beat him, you know, he's running fast away. It's like, yeah. Do you see April O'Neill come back home? Call me Maggie. Because <laughs> obviously the turtles fancy April neil because, you know, who wouldn't? She's an awesome character. And then it's like, you see Leonardo who's kind of like being quite concerned about spin to spin. Like, any news? And April's like, no, not yet, but. Well, I'll let you know as soon as I know anything and stuff. I we'll just love to see. I love. I love that because you can see their relationship between her, and, uh, her and the turtles and stuff. Just fantastic. Yeah, because you see Raphael like fighting against the foot, and then um, he the foot throw away his sigh. And then, you, and then this bit's quite cool because you see April and Neil basically saying to turtles, "Oh, do you want to look at my um, shop? Should we get Raph?" And, and, he, and they're like, nah, it's fine." Well, yeah, la- Raph actually let off some some steam. We'll leave him to it. And this is really, it's really cool because you see just how good of a fighter Raphael actually is. Like these the kicks he just did and these kicks he's doing now and stuff is really cool. I love this bit. He's like, "Come on, guys, how you expect to beat me?" And then you see more Foot Ninja coming along in there, and he's like. Okay then, good answer. I see what you mean there. And then you see um, April O'Neil showing the turtles her shop. And one of the things I love about this film as well was just the great like sequence of Literally whatever happens um, in this scene where you've got a moment where you see Michelangelo um, using symbols on Leonardo and you see basically the same bit but slightly different to what's happening to Raph. So it's kind of like the, you know, they're walking up the stairs, Raphael's being dragged down the stairs, you know, kind of thing. And then you got Raphael being thrown through the roof and then in a minute, you got one of my all-time favorite moments in the entire film when I remember watching this um, film again on the big screen recently, like I said earlier, and just literally being like, "Oh my God, yes, yeah, to get to see this scene on the big screen." It's like, I love this. Uh, I'm not going to say any words. I'm just going to let you guys enjoy the scene. it's just fantastic. I love that scene and the cool thing about it as well is the guy who does the uh, nunchaku stuff for the foot is actually the suit actor for Michelangelo and this is really cool because you see in the apartment the turtles fight against the foot ninja and it's really cool to see them all like fight them and stuff I love the way they fight like one two punch brilliant stuff and it's kind of like, why would you do that to Donatello? He's a turtle, he can survive in the water, it's fine. I love that. He froze the water with his face, He's like, no, not the water. <laughs> I love that as well. It's brilliant stuff.
1: What do?
0: I love this as well. just the wheel of fortune. You see Michael spinning and just hit her the the foot with his nunchakus and stuff. And then you see up more foot coming in with like more weapons and. <laughs> <laughs> Get a reference to Vanna White. That's little, you know, this film is one of those films. If you know some of the references, they're really, really funny. <laughs> you yeah, no.
1: There's all the trees.
0: <laughs> oh, I know. I've, I've watched this film so many times that I know so many of the lines as well. It's just, you know, I love this as well. It's kind of... Sh- um, showing you more of um, Donatello's smarts, because obviously Donatello's known for being a smart guy and stuff, and then uh, uh, you know, because you got the cool moment of the turtles, literally just with the foot going through to the to the ground floor, and then you still see the turtles going, like, fighting them all, but then you see this Tatsu coming in, and the turtles like, oh, really? Come on, what's going on now? And then the Vets were just like, just, just the, the Tatsu just being like, yep, fight, and then you see the... Um, Tails flying against the foot and stuff. And you see Tachi just watching what's going on because obviously he's not gonna fight unless the Turtles beat his ninjas. Because he's the big boss man, you know, he doesn't have to fight. He just sends his lackey in, so. That's quite funny, you see, you see using the symbols to fight against the, the foot and stuff. Because you, yeah. I love this moment as well just uh, another great introduction as well of Katie Jones when he's coming in it's like you know leave my green and then he sees April O'Neill it's pretty funny too (laughs) Gretzky on steroids that's quite funny because Wayne Gretzky is a former um, well I think he's a Hall of Famer um, hockey player I can't remember what he did, but I presume he's been a um, a winner of the big cup that they um, play for in uh, ice hockey and stuff and everything. So I know, he's a, I know he's a Hall of fame. I know he's very, very famous. He's one of those players that, a bit, a bit like a Michael Jordan for basketball, where even though you might not watch the sport, you've heard the name Wayne Gretzky, you know. And then you got the uh, moment as well of the turtles, um, basically running away, um, because obviously the uh, April O'Neil's apartment's being destroyed. And then you got like the answer phone going off with Charles basically saying to April O'Neil that she's fired and stuff, because obviously she you can't do anymore with the chief of police literally on it on on his back all the time. So you know. This, this this moment as well was very much based off the original comic books as well. But in the original comic books, you had this, you had to reveal the shredder again. Uh, but in that comic book as well, it's not Raphael who's knocked out completely and, and beaten up. It's actually Leonardo. And this and it's and then you see basically the turtles and April and Neil and Casey driving away in the van. And then you see her just being like, "Oh no, my uh, my apartment," because obviously her. Um, then you see Danny as well feeling really upset about what he did because he's the one who told the, sh- the Shredder where they are. Then you see the Shredder like with the that's why it's cool as well because you just hear the dun-, 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 dun just that ominous music of the Shredder and it's like um, he punches um, Splinter being like what wow, are these freaks and wants him to um tell him how they fought the way that they fought and then you can, and then you see Spinter doesn't want to tell him anything at all because Splinter loves his sons and wants to protect his sons as much as he can so yeah and then Shredder's like just you know if you're not going to say anything to me you just let him die it's fine then you see um, Shredder just looking at Tatsu being like how could you fail me and then you see him just walk off and you see Tatsu just like really pissed off because he was meant to look like a fool And then you see uh, Tatsu taking it out on all of his um, foot ninjas and stuff as well. Then you see um, Danny like watch, uh, watch on whilst Tatsu knocks out. One of the foot ninjas, and you just see Tatsu just walk off. I like this a lot because he, because you can, it's It shows you how much of a great character Splinter is, where he's able to see the good in Danny. Because obviously, at this time, Danny just seems to be this punker who's this, uh, that the delinquent and stuff isn't really going to do much. But then you see Spinter saying to him, You know, have you not got any parents or anyone at all who looks after you and loves you and stuff? And Danny is like, No. You know, so then basically, Spinter wants to know more who Danny is because he can see like a light in Danny, and actually, Danny's good and he's kind of like, No, like, I doubt that is true because all fathers love their sons. Yeah, because you can tell here as well that the way that Splinter is looking at how much he misses his sons a lot and stuff and how much he wants to be with his sons because obviously he loves his sons. And you've got the Turtles uh, driving along to April Neils farmhouse, which is another uh, moment, um, first seen in the original comic books. Does that your your That's quite cool uh, thing to San Andreas, which is um, the name of a very famous GTA game which came out back in
1: 2004.
0: And then you can kind of just see more of the chemistry coming through and then do was like, Mm, yep, you should have said you should have told her that way and stuff. as well the reference was like after the fight and then it's like don't tell the guy it's like moonlighting isn't it And it's, so that's a very much a 90s tv show where we starred bruce willis and stuff and then then you see the turtles just all like going around trying to find their bearings because obviously they've had a big defeat obviously of Raphael being beaten up and then just them not knowing what's happened to splinter and stuff it's just really sad for them and then you see even though um you know everything that's happened to them and stuff you see donatello and like still kind of having because he's taking the Mick out of Casey Jones and they're trying to fix the uh, the van that's in the shed I love this as well because they're basically insulting each other but using um, less less of the alphabet and it's like quite cool. So they have to use like one does one does A, one does B, one does C, one does D, for example. You know, this is pretty. Really, is really funny. And did you see Dotella like going? Yep, yeah, it works. It moves. And then even though um, Leonardo and Raphael had their big fight and stuff, which um, Leonardo's like staying with his brother as much as he can to make sure that he's okay. As well, the music to this scene as well, because you could just hear that there's some music playing and you just see Leonardo just like, resting and just sitting there with his brother and stuff because he's not leaving his brother's side which another thing I love about this film it just shows just the love and the relationship between the four turtles. thing as well it's like I love how April O'Neill is like really than just being at like that damsel in distress kind of thing she's like a very strong independent woman because after being called like right then toots babe and stuff and you just see this getting really annoying she's like no I don't need your help anymore and just disappears and then you see Raphael wake up and you see Lena going like yeah he's awake he's awake yeah he's awake was oh, really sweet because you could <laughs> I love that to code moment because that's the thing about the turtles they always have sort of like funny moments to kind of do a bit and stuff and it's just just really sweet to just just be like to them it's just the hug as well because you can see just how much they all they all love each other and stuff the yeah, any and, you, and it, All they care about is where Splinter is and stuff because that's all they're like trained to kind of find him back and stuff because obviously um, they feel like one of their big things has gone. This is quite cool because you see the um, foot moving around all the stuff that they stole, and, and then you see Tatsu being like, "Why are they wearing masks? They haven't been around for ages." And it's been like, I'm sure it's like something for my past and stuff. And then you see then just just turtles, then doing some different like training techniques to each other to become stronger and better for the next fight against the foot again when they head back. And it's one of those cool sort of like um, train exercises where you have. All three of them attacking one turd, excuse me, one turd at a time and stuff, which is really cool too. I love this bit as well, so you see um, Casey using Le- uh, Leonardo's katana to cut um, the carrots and stuff to make the food Weezy Casey giving uh back uh, massage to um april neil and she's like like will give stuff and then mike said nah, that's fine even use that stuff it's like toe wax <laughs> and then you see him we're going like oh my you silly sausage i love it the he- when you see Raphael, kind of rub his head and stuff it's just fantastic I, oh man this fil- just everything about this film is just fantastic so then you see leonardo meditating and then you see splinter going like leonardo and then he's like splinter like and you see the other three turtles playing chival pursuits brilliant after telling the turtles that he's alive they all go into the woods and they make a big fire to kind of have the sort of the spiritual moment with um splints and stuff And you see I tell a bit like, i've got smalls i was like yeah i was like put them away and stuff and you see him put them away then you see all four of the turtles like concentrating I, love, I, love, I like that as well because you see Raph doing it last because obviously it's showing you the sort of like him finally calming down his anger and stuff. It's just And then you see the flames turn to blue and then you have the um, image of Splinter talking to his sons. I love this scene, it's amazing. I'm just going to let you enjoy it for how good it is. And then you see all oh, then you see after oh, that you see all four turtles all really happy they heard from him and you see Michelangelo like crying and stuff and it's just just a really sweet moment and then you see Leonardo and Raphael just like hugging hug each other, Mikey and Donnie just being like being there for each other and stuff and you know, it's just just a beautiful scene, I love it. Such a great scene. and then you have now this moment uh, which you have like Casey Jones and April O'Neil um, like literally showing more of their relationship together like being like yeah <laughs> I love that bit then you see the four of them going like yep it's time to go back and you see Donatello you doing the really serious moment and stuff and then you see the turtles driving back to New York in the pouring rain I love that if we see Casey Jones like going oh my god why in the sewer the turtle was talking about um being back in lair to rest and then you see danny like revealing himself from the wardrobe that he's that he's been staying in because obviously he's been staying in the turtles lair for the last several days because he feels really guilty about what happened to them but also he feels really guilty about being part of the fur and he wants to also feels guilty about what happened to splinter as well then <laughs> you see everyone just laugh at Casey and stuff. Brilliant. Do
1: you think maybe
0: I down some Love that way. Uh, you can see the reaction go, ooh, pizza!" But they found the pizza and then it's like, they're all like doing the sort of like the funeral music being like, but da, 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 you know, be like rest in peace pizza. We hardly knew ye. Of course from the cartoon stuff, the turtle's favourite food is pizza. So yeah, I love that as well from this film because that's how I love this movie a lot because it incorporates the uh, elements of the comic books and the original turtle's cartoon. Fantastic. You see Casey Jones trying to sleep inside his van because obviously he's whining down the window and you see the other turtles and Danny um, sleeping but then you see Danny having nightmares about obviously um, Splinter talking to him as well, Shredder talking to him and stuff to kind of being like the conflict of interest like who's he go to, does he go to the good side or the dark side and stuff. Danny, Danny's like escaped from the sewer, and then you see Casey Jones notice he's like moving. And then you see Casey Jones uh, get out of the van to follow where he's going because obviously he knows that he was had something to do with the foot and he's kind of doesn't really trust Danny, so he's basically following him back out to the foot lair. I love as well the music was when it is at the foot, it's the same sort of music as it was at the beginning of the film. And then you see Danny put around the headband of the foot to show that he's still uh, a member of the Foot Clan to the Shredder, so then the Shredder doesn't um, worry about what's happened to him and stuff. And you see Danny going through the compound of the foot and saying hello to every single person as well, you know. I love that because it has, so you have the different theme tunes for all the different like locations of characters so you got the shredder has a boom boom boom, and you have the turtles having the um, you know their cheerful fun music, and you have the foot like uh, clan and, and the ninjas and stuff, and the Punkers having their music, and then you just that cool really cool moment as well. Then you have um, Splinter Notice. oh, Danny's back after several days away. And then this is a really cool moment because you have um, Splinter telling Danny the story of him and his family. And I really like the fact that when he's telling the story, the background turns black. And so for the flashback, it reveals um, Hamato Yoshi. And then you see when he's telling them and you see shots of Danny and Splinter again, it's just a pure black background, which I find, which is really, really cool. Because it shows like the difference of the... um, and every every little bit of this whole flashback is just in a back, black in a, on a black background and i really like that because it's showing you like the flashback and what happens that kind of thing as well a bit like the same flashback as when the turtles got mutated and became who they are And then the great thing as well, I loved that because after the story was told, then you see just the lights come back on, and then this moment because you kind of feel Danny realizes, oh my god, like what have I done? Like why, you know. And then you see Casey like trying to get through to Danny and stuff, and he's like, and he's just beating up one of the um, foot ninjas and put ends put on their costume and stuff very quickly the way he did it, but it was pretty cool to see it too. you see Danny you realize like, yep who this the shredder actually is? Where he's dropped his um, headband on the floor and stuff. And the shredder realizes he's thrown the headband and. and the foot away, and he's like, Shredder's like really annoyed. He's like, how dare you do that to the foot? You're to me no. and you're hiding something as well. this shot where you have the Shredder, like, the shot of the, the Shredder's face, Danny's face, and you have, like, the hand with the, with the claw on it, and then you just grab the picture of Leonardo. And then you see Shio's like, okay, they're back. So after being um, caught up by Casey they're going to go and help Splinter who's been threatened to be killed by the Shredder because obviously he's like let's fight them so the Shredder's sent out all the foot after the turtle's in the um, lair and stuff Um, and he's going to go alone because he wants there to be a, a, a success unlike the last time where the turtle survived. Do you see all the different foot in the turtle lair, because they obviously know where the lair is, and then you see the turtles like spraying the smoke at the uh, foot, and they come in and they've used in the art of the, um, the steam to beat up the foot that's in the lair. And you just see them all on the crown, and Michelangelo just swing his nunchucks, it's like, <laughs> I love that, it's brilliant. and Raphael's like oh I hope there's more of them and you see Raphael go like good when more of them come in and because he wants revenge on the foot who knocked him out then you see, like, this is, uh, and you have um, Danny and Casey uh, saving Splinter, and then you see them um, being, oh, Tatsu, being, like, caught up by Tatsu, who's, like, mm. And I just love this fighting as well, brilliant, that they got the cartwheels, the amazing punches and stuff, just... I One of the things I love about this film as well, just how amazing uh, the, the guys did in these suits, considering how heavy they were and stuff, and... I love this moment where you see April um, hit one of the um, foot as well with her uh, bow, which is really cool. Then you see his bow is really funny, where you have Casey fighting against Tatsu, which is really cool. So basically, uh, so basically, going back to the suits, guys. Like one of the things as well, which is really impressive, is the fact the suits themselves are very very heavy, and the guys who are in the suits would pass out, get exhausted, have, like, um, get overheated and stuff. It was just amazing how they're able to, uh, like, fight and do the stuff that they do. Because it's easy for Tatsu, the guy who plays Tatsu, because he's just in a, a gi kind of thing. But those guys, like, have to be in, that, in those amazing, but also very heavy and, um, like hot turtle suits and i love this moment we have uh casey being beaten up but then he have casey find a um golf club hits tatsu in the stomach and then he hits tatsu with like four and then tatsu gets knocked out and then you see casey give a kiss to the golf club and like i've always loved golf brilliant and then you see donatello using the um skateboard whilst hitting the foot with his bow so it's like yeah it's Fantastic, just uh, how amazing these guys are able to like find how good their skills are and stuff as well. And you see Rafia go like, yeah boy. School uses you. poisons your
1: minds to obtain that which he I love this
0: film so much. Do you see the Punkers after being told actually the Shredder just uses you after telling them uh, you know um, they're basically at this moment letting them go but then they're kind of like say, uh, saying actually and, they're kind, and you can see them kind of like realise actually they're telling the truth that's why they let them go This moment's really cool because you have the Tails being up the foot whilst I love this moment as well, sorry uh, Go back, we have uh, Michelangelo saying like shell puns, and you see Dante like, um, yep. <laughs> and then you see that finally Dante liking one of the um, shell quips, which is just fantastic. You know. I love that as well.
1: God, I love the Turtle?
0: Then you see the turtles go after the foot on the roof and they're doing some even more cool, like, fighting. When you see Donatella, like, show one and he's <laughs> like, "Wee!" It's like, nope, I'm gonna make sure I catch on the ladder. I love this kick as well. Brilliant stuff. And then you have this amazing shot of the Shredder coming in with the ominous music as well to reveal the big dog, the Shredder. Then you see the other foot ninjas like, Basically, going off because they're like, well, we'll just leave the master to fight these guys. You fight well in the old style, but you've caused me enough trouble. Now, in your face, the shredder. The shredder? Maybe all that armor's for making coleslaw. This oh, good. Yeah. Where are you going Thank you. Yeah. This is cool because it shows you just how good of a fighter the Shredder is. And then just I love this moment because you see Michelangelo, um, Donatello, like using rock, paper, scissors, and it shows you just how good the Shredder is that like he's able to after the fact that the ninjas, uh, the Foot ninjas, were beaten up by um, because you have all the other punkers following Casey and Danny and stuff but then you see just how good of a fighter Shredder is he's able to defeat the turtles so easily where his foot ninjas had a lot of trouble beating him so you see the Shredder just going like yep Then you see the four turtles fighting against Shredder again and then you see uh, Casey going like, um, you boys are flying up there, and then you see Spencer just disappear to obviously help his sons against Oroku Saki, the Shredder. going on you see Casey Jones uh, go after a um, dumpster truck and he moves it towards where the um, the, the Turtles and the Shredder are fighting to um, stop the other foots from reaching up there so it's more fair for the Turtles whilst they having a fight against the Shredder. person who you wouldn't really think would get that angry and hot-headed would be leonardo and it shows just how much he loves Splinter that he would do that and then um shredder basically stops leonardo and threatens to kill him unless the turtles throw away their weapons and you see that a shot of the turtles throwing their weapons over when you have a nunchuck that's on the top of the ladder You see, Splinter just appear on the side of the roof to reveal himself to Saki, the Shredder, who he is. And it's the reveal of the sh- of him to the Shredder, being like, you know, I know who you are. And then you see the Shredder take off his mask, and he's just like. Um, I know who you are now because he feels the scar. Then the shredder charges against uh, Splinter to beat beat him stuff, and then you see Splinter use the nunchucks to throw the sh- uh, to, and then yeah. So basically what happens is the Shredder um, uses his nunchucks to basically stop Orokusaki from charging him. And then he's going to basically say to him, death awaits you. So then um, Shredder gets a knife out to stab Spinner, but then Spinter moves away, which then he drops Urukusaki and then Rukusaki falls into the dumpster. So then um, Casey Jones then basically sc- sc- pushes the button to then crush um Shredder, and then this I love this moment because you see the turtles all comforting Splinter, be like, Yeah, you're back, Ma- uh, father, you're back, master. It's so nice to see you, and stuff. And I love that because it shows you the just the family of, of the turtles and Splinter, just how much of a close family that they are, and stuff. And then, yeah, just I love this film, such a good film. I know I say this a lot, but I, uh, I completely adore this movie. And then you have Charles and the police come along to after realizing, Oh, there's been a massive fight, and you have All these different ninjas and stuff that's been beaten up and stuff. And then you see Danny running across to basically um, give April Neil the money that he stole from earlier, earlier on in the film. And then you have like Charles, like giving Danny a big hug because he's like so happy to finally have his son back because obviously he's had the whole city looking for him because he loves his son a lot. Then you have the chief, uh, police chief as well. Rusting around all his police officers to grab as many of the ninjas as they can to ask them what's been happening and stuff as well. (laughs) <laughs> i love it because basically charles wants april to come back and he's basically all right what do you want and he's like this is just like fine you're a tough negotiator charles i love this moment as well that sam rockwell's character says in a minute basically they're using the place of where to find it in the like connection to the names of Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman who are if you guys don't know the the creators of a team into Ninja Turtles so it's cool to have that thing to it and then you see Casey getting um going up to April who's getting ready for her big like uh, news report about what's happened that evening and then he's like saying to her like you know and you have the fantastic music where you have April O'Neill and Casey kissing and you see D'Otello going like, yeah, go on guys, yeah boy, yeah. And it's just so funny when they're taking a bit kind of, and you see Casey go like, fuck you. And he's like, yeah, brilliant. And then you see tells like celebrating and going, we're awesome and stuff. <laughs> Cowabunga is one of the most iconic things to do with the Turtles where it's used in the original cartoon and other things as well and you'd have the amazing song by Powers and Crime they're all celebrating and dancing and you see Raphael Given Splinter a big hug it's like ah this film mate this film is so good I love it I'm just gonna just let you guys enjoy this music because this song is so fucking awesome so good and the one thing about the um creators as well but the first thing they do is it featuring you who the turtles were so you can see who the turtles like who the guys were who played the four turtles and stuff and also as well animatronic car- characters by Kevin Eastman uh Kevin Hent- um Jim Henson's Creature Shop which is really cool because Jim Henson did the costumes and stuff and Brian Henson helped as well which is really cool just to see Jim Henson um do the stuff and just how good these suits are and how amazing they are and just how good they are as well, so yeah, fantastic stuff. put these foots in jail, She's out to back out and saw what happened and put in the foot in the truth, she her and got caught. Now she was all alone, with no friends and no phone. And this is beyond her worst dreams, when we were born and with, we were with teens. And when I'm playing with anything good, Miss i on go the cold on the food, we her rising B the U there the people who needed each troop, and now in the dark came an awesome sound. Shout out they hit the ground with the real weeds and heroes rescue the flower because they possess total power. And the cool thing about this song as well, it was actually number one over here in the UK as well when it first came out. Because the song, whilst watching an old episode of Top of the Pops, on like, um, or something similar to one to along those lines, which you give you the number one, actually, this song came out before the film came out. So obviously being a turtles thing and the turtles being you know the biggest thing in the world at the time everyone bought this song because you know it's something to do with the turtles and the funny thing as well when it was over here it was also known as ninja turtles it wasn't known as hero turtles it was known as ninja turtles so it was quite cool and well even even when i was a kid when i watched this film i was like that's weird ninja and now i'm like well that's the name of the show and stuff ninja turtles but i still love hero because that's what i grew up with but hero is just fantastic and you know and it's just really cool just to kind of like have the fact that you know do you have these amazing songs uh, and stuff and amazing stuff to do the ninja turtles to become number one shows you the popularity of the turtles where at the time there was more things you would find that wasn't turtles related than there was that that wasn't if you know what i mean like there were so many different turtle things that you could buy like you can buy this turtle's related thing that turtle related thing that turtle's related thing like you know anything that you could see that had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on it or Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles on it you could find it anywhere you know you know I think when I was a kid I think there was maybe a couple things that wasn't turtles related but everything else was because you know And I don't think since maybe Pokemon there was anything that had that, like, mania, that phenomenon that the Turtles actually was, you know. I know maybe wrestling in the late 90s would have had that same sort of, like, big thing. But for me, the Turtles is probably what is one of the biggest things in the entire world and at the time the late 80s early 90s the turtles ruled the world you know and and it's good to see with this film as well rather than making a crappy film they actually made a really good film because obviously you want to because you know it's one of those things where it's like um because the thing, the thing like this movie as well, the film producers know that they're going to make a popular film because it's the first film of its kind. It's the first Turtles film. Finally, after two, three years of Turtles, after being really big from the 87 cartoon, because obviously they were big in um, the like uh, 84 comic book, which then became the 87 cartoon, for example but um, but the cartoon was what made the turtles into the um, household names, into the phenomenons that they were. Because to be honest, I had no idea the names of Michelangelo, Donatello, Michelangelo, no, the names of Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo, and Raphael, honestly. I only, I never heard of them. Now I know of them and then I appreciate them even more because, you know, that's the thing about like, this and media in general and this and different sort of medias and different things in general it's one of those things that people know of things it's kind of a bit like let's say for example the same sort of thing where luke i'm your father or um something or something similar to that where people might not actually know of the film or the connotation of what it comes from but they know of that and that's why I knew of the artist and now I quite appreciate the artist more only because of the turtles. So yeah, I have that sort of strong connection to that as well. So yeah, guys. Um, so yeah. So then, guys, this film is fantastic. This film is amazing. Uh, for me, I would have to give this film five stars like all day long. This film is fantastic. Watching it again on the big screen... Was like watching it again for the first time. Watching this for this watch long was great as well. Um, I love this film. It has great cinematography. It has great moments throughout the entire film. It has some really good stuff in it. You know, um, the turtles are really well done. I love the relationship between the four turtles. It shows you the personality of the four turtles. Uh, the only thing, I only thing, I have a slight gripe is I feel Donatello is too much like a second Michelangelo but you still see the smarts and the cleverness and the sort of like tech savviness of Donatello that shines through but I love the fight scenes are fantastic it has some great camera work um the turtles themselves are all well done the shredder is a really interesting and great villain Katie Jones is a great character April O'Neil is a really good character like she isn't just seen as a damsel, a damsel in distress. She's seen as a character who is actually as important and as well sort of like revered and well seen as the Turtles. Because to be honest, out of all the characters, she was the first character to be seen from the series. Like, I know there were shots of New Yorkers, but she was the first one to be seen. Um, also as well, I absolutely love the reveal of the, of the Turtles. Like, just the build up of them and you see the shots of the, of the sewers, like I said earlier. And then you see the shadow and you see the them jumping into the shot and you just see the uh, a still frame of the logo with the, um, the shadow of Leonardo and then you finally see them appear. That's really cool. The costumes themselves and the suits that they wore that Jim Henson made and stuff and the puppetry was just altogether fantastic. Um, just every, everything about that film was just amazing and it's worth the love that I have for it and watching it again made me... Realise and appreciate why it is my all-time favourite film ever. Overall, this film is fantastic. And also as well, it's one of those films that incorporates so well... Like different moments and things of the comic books. Which is heavily based on the storyline of the comic books. But incorporates a lot of the stuff from the cartoon. With April O'Neil and the... Um, April O'Neil being a reporter. The turtle's love of pizza. And everything else in between to meld it into... One of the greatest films of all time and my favourite film ever. So yeah, guys, if there's one final thing I'd have to say about this film is you guys should watch this movie, enjoy it, and love it because it is fantastic. And that my friends was my special watch long review of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie back from 1990. Let me know guys in the comments below what you think about this film and other Turtles related media. And this has been No Wrestling, guys. I've been the amazing host, as always, your boy, the lover of pizza, the lover of the awesome foursome, Mark Sylvester. And don't forget, guys, to take care and always remember,
1: Turtle Power (sighs) Cowabunga! On the half-shell, they're the heroes for In this day and age, who could ask for more? The crime wave is high, with buggings mysterious All police and detectives are furious Cause they can't find the source Of this lethally evil force This reporter was hot on the trail, determined to put these crooks in jail. She spied the bad guys and saw what happened. But before she knew it, she fell in a trap and got caught. Yeah, she was all alone with no friends and no phone. Now, this was beyond her worst dreams, cause she was cornered by some wayward teams. Headed by Shredder, they were anything but good. Misguided, unloved, they called them the foot. They could terrorize and be angry youth. And they'd mug the people who needed proof. Then from out of the dark came an awesome sound. Shout a cowabunga as they hit the ground. From the field of weeds, the heroes rescued the flower. Cause they possessed turtles. And find the strength to do what's right That's turtle power Girls on a half shell, they're on a mission When there's a battle, got the enemy wishing that they stayed at home Instead of fighting these ninja masters with moves like lightning They were once normal, but now the mutants Splinters the teacher, so they are the students Leonardo, Michelangelo, and Donatello Make up the team with one other fellow, Raphael He's the leader of the group Transformed from the norm by the nuclear goo. Pizzas, the food that's sure to please These ninjas are into pepperoni and cheese Back to the story, it's not hard to find Ninjas not just of the body, but of the mind Those were the words that the master instructed But a letter from Shredder had splinter abducted That was the last straw, spring into action Step on the foot, now they're gonna lose traction Now this is for real, so you fight for justice Your shell is hard, so you shout They can't dust us off Like some old coffee table Since you've been born, you've been willing and able To defeat the snake, protect the weak Fight for and your freedom to speak now the villain is chilling so you make a stand back to the wall put your sword in your hand remember the words of your teacher your master evil moves fast but good moves faster than light. shining for your illumination good versus evil equals confrontation so when you're in trouble don't give in and go sour try to rely on your internal power power to